we are back with another episode of the Dream Day with the host Carla Chua, and I am finally well. Okay, no, not finally, but it's my birthday. It's tw- I'm 22 years old now. Literally, when you're listening to this, I am. I just turned 22. Um, it's not a finally because it's not like I'm waiting for it or anything. But like I'm 22 years old now. The Taylor Swift year, as you will, you know those um captions on Instagram. It's like. Oh, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22 or something like that. It's always the same caption. And you know what? I hate the fact that I can't use it. It sucks. Because, like, what the hell am I going to say in my Instagram caption now? Know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there are these TikToks. Kasi. And my sister, my little sister introduced me to them. It's like caption talk or something. Where, like, they just give you caption ideas. Quote-unquote, non-cringy caption ideas um to to use for your instagram post and the f- the thing is i watched a lot of these caption talks to like you know pick through my options and like now that i watched so many of them i noticed the people who use the same caption talks or who see the same caption talks and like them and like use them and for me that's more chuggy that's more cringy than just using I don't know. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Literally, for me, a caption is just so much better if you just take it. Like, you know, it's from the heart. It's, like, original. I don't like when captions are, like, copied from someone else. That's why it's, like, so... uh, I don't care if it says it's not cringy on the TikTok itself. It's cringy when everyone uses it. Or it's cringy if it's not original. You know what I'm saying? Um, Where's the heart? Exactly, like... Social media is so robotic nowadays that you will literally, um, you'll just get captions from anywhere else. Allow someone else to dictate your life so that you could belong. Uh, anyway, I'll just get into my social media breakdown later, but I did get into one grab it in the weekend. Um, I just came from Tagaytay and it was really fun. Uh, it was the convention, the mid-year convention of my dad for his surgical practice. So it was really fun for me um, to just be with my family. We were in the mountains. And it was so beautiful. Huh? It was like really deep into Tagaytay. And I haven't been there before. So like, oh my gosh, my my voice is getting so raspy right now. Don't, don't y'all just love that? But yeah, uh, I had a lot of fun because we were in the mountains. We, we never been to this area of Tagaytay and I think this was the very first time that we really uh I guess explored Tagaytay for what it really is is instead of just going to the typical like breakfast at Antonio's and stuff like yeah it's really nice there like don't get me wrong it deserves the hype because of the delicious food and everything like I'm telling you it's delicious but it's at the it's like the opening of Tagaytay. I didn't realize how big Tagaytay was until I drove around it. Like it took us hours to get from one place to another. Like, huh? But I really am so sad because Tagaytay is so not overpopulated, but it's just too hyped up now. Like it's overhyped and too many people are here already. And I think it's just the appeal of a place with nice food and a nice weather nice view all of these things and the fact that it's so near manila um it's just so sad i wish that there were more areas in the philippines or at least more areas in luzon 
where you're able to do the same because it's so, so crowded now in Tagaytay and it's not as fun as it used to be. I used to go to Tagaytay all the time in my college years. College years because I just finished college. Wow. Who, I'm so old. I'm so disgustingly old. But in college, I used to go to Tagaytay just for fun and like with my friends and no one was there and now everyone's here and it's disgusting me not disgusting but like it's just not fun when everyone knows the same spots as you you know i like it when it's like a secret i like secrets i like keeping things for myself and now there's no like that in the gaitai so yeah but it was so much fun because of the fact that Well, I was with my family and we were discovering Tagaytay together one like little by little. We went to um this cafe called The Ruin Project and it's really really nice. Like I just saw it on YouTube and like I wanted to take us there. It was so fun. It the food was okay for me. It was like subpar, but like I think it was more of the um you're paying more for the ambiance and like the view and everything. Um And then we went thrifting. And oh my gosh, can I just say, it's called the Ukay Ukay Hub. And it's one of the biggest in the Philippines. Uh, like, allegedly. I don't know for sure. But it's really nice. It's really big. However, as someone who thrifts online as well, it's the same prices. Okay, listen. Maybe this is my ver- it's my first time, like, you know, thrifting in this area. It's so expensive for a thrift store like it's 150 to 200 plus pesos like what the frig are you talking about that's the same price as it is online and at least online i get the bargain you know what i mean um i'm again a carousel seller so like i kind of am well versed in the online setting online thrift setting however the I don't know. It was just so shocking how it was so expensive. It was nice. I got good pieces and it was fun. Like genuinely, my hobby is shopping and thrifting is, I guess, the best way to, you know, feed that hunger or feed that need to shop. However, it's just, it's expensive for shopping or thrifting. Um, I expected to be like 50, 70 pesos. It wasn't, guys. Like, what? Okay, maybe it was because I had to go deeper in to find nicer, like, nicer prices. But as you go deeper, the pieces get not as nice or their pieces are not my size anymore or they're just not my style. And because of that, it's just so hard. And it was so hot. As in, like, I wanted to faint. I really wanted to faint. Um... As in, I was wearing a backless dress, okay, and I had my hair up already. Okay, you would think it's Presco because right we're in Tagaytay, it's cold. No, bro, no, 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 no. It felt hotter than Manila at that point. Like right now, my room is colder than it was in that Ukay Ukay hub. However, I think it's because there were like a billion <laughs> clothes around me and I think that They absorb heat or something. Am I right? Am I wrong? I don't really know how the physics of that work. But I think that they absorb heat. And it was just radiating. And it was just not fun. But it was fun. You know what I mean? It was the 
the atmosphere of it, the environment itself was not fun. However, the activity I very surely enjoyed. Then, after that, we went to a fancy restaurant with my family. And I was so woozy. I was so, like, I don't even know the word for it. I was so lutang from thrift shopping that I was... I don't even know what I was talking about anymore when we were having dinner. I was just like, like, I, I, I don't know. It was so funny. Like that was the probably the funnest dinner that I had that weekend, because I wasn't thinking at all about what I was saying. And my sister, my little sister, was just riding off of my vibe of my very stupid, like, very. What's the word I'm looking for? Lutang. I don't know what that is in English, but it was my it she was just riding my vibe and it was fun for the both of us um my sister's boyfriend was there as well and i just wish that my boyfriend was there too wow boyfriend na porque 22 years old finally it's not the guy i'm dating no no he's still the guy i'm dating but i'm gonna be a little bit more brave by saying boyfriend now because we're old ladies come on um a reason why i was so scared to finally say boyfriend is because I had that fear that maybe I was too young and I'm too naive and I shouldn't say those things yet. Because my sister, like my little sister, she's 17 years old and I still think she's too young to do so many things. And like, I don't know, maybe I think everyone at a certain point in life think that they know everything, but they don't. And I think I've said this many times before, but like once I hit maybe 16 years old i thought i was old enough to do anything and i guess now at 22 i realize you're so young you have so many things left to experience and learn that you don't know anything at all you know that song of taylor swift i've said this before but it's well how do you how could you know everything at 18 but nothing at 22 literally me now i thought that i had the whole world in my hands at 18 years old when i graduated high school but here i am now graduating graduating a graduate of college and i know i don't know anything and it scares me i'll talk about that in a bit but yeah because of that it really held me back from saying boyfriend but now here i am the last thing i want to address before we start the podcast is well you can see it it's literally physically there i rebranded i changed it up and it's my face now before i was too afraid to show my face and that was season one of the journey there and of course i was so proud of myself for even putting my you know my physique or like my 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 person on the cover but now i'm trying so much more to be brave to show myself to take ownership of the things that i work hard for and that's why i wanted to put my face now on the cover it's not because of being narcissistic or anything i'm not being vain about it honestly this was a really old picture of me this was uh, a three-year-old picture. I took it literally right before the pandemic started. Literally right before the pandemic started, I had this shoot when I was still a model. Oh, still a model. When I was still modeling. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I, I wanted this for myself. I wanted to own it. It's mine. Like 
I am proud of who I've become thus far and I'm proud of who I am going to become and I'm not going to hide behind shades or covering my face anymore because I'm proud so yeah there it is I've rebranded I hope you guys like the cover I spent the whole day on it like it was just a random stroke of like inspiration all of a sudden and so there it is now I worked hard on it and I don't know I'm just happy I'm just happy to finally take ownership of the things that I do for myself and I don't want to just I don't know claim that it's just nothing like like it's just a stupid hobby like no I've built this for myself and I'm going to own it I don't care how big it gets I don't care how small it is I it's something that I'm proud of because it's not easy to do a lot of people come up to me and say like I want to start a podcast also but not a lot of people even push through with it I'm telling you a lot of people have asked me how to start a podcast however I've never seen them actually pursue it because guess what it's hard it's hard to um you know like stay committed to anything it's hard to stay committed to a YouTube channel it's hard to stay committed to being an influencer every hobby that you have you have to grow it into something more if you want to make more out of yourself but it's hard to stay committed to that and i'm just proud of myself it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how big this is how small this is it just matters that i stayed committed to this for years already and i'm proud so yeah Okay, now let's talk about the social media breakdown that I had in Tagaytay. Um, and I promise it's going to lead into something else later. However, this is where I want to start it on a low note. So it's only up upwards from here, guys. But it's not a surprise for you guys that I hate social media with all my heart and soul. I really despise it. However, I won't say that I'm not addicted to it. I am. Um, I deleted Facebook off of my my phone because it's so bad for my mental health. Like I cannot stand being around people. Uh, it's it triggers me a lot to be on Facebook. As in, like it feels like a minefield for me. Like I can't go on Facebook without having a mental breakdown. And I guess that just goes to show you. Um, my state of mental health or how i'm doing i'm very sensitive towards graduation posts and you know people living quote-unquote the best years of their lives or just achieving things that i'm not going to achieve in a while like mm, another baby or like all of these things so many things like new job and stuff like i'm in law school i'm gonna be in law school for years i'm not gonna have a family i'm not gonna start my own family yet i'm not gonna um be this great person in an office or anything like that like my life will be a little bit pulled back or on hold as compared to other people in my life who are you know marching forward they're the becoming full-blown adults paying taxes and stuff i'm not there yet 
And so it's hard for me to go on Facebook because people share those things there. Like, oh, look how great my home life is or look how great my professional life is. And um, also on Instagram, it's also a minefield for me. But guess what? I'm very addicted to Instagram. So it's so much harder for me to cut off. Um, Instagram naman, and this is why I got really triggered. I got triggered because it's so fake. I, I, I got triggered because I saw my friends, my good friends, commenting on people who they're not even close to, pretending like they're besties. And I don't, I don't um, condone it. I don't like how Instagram has become a game of sucking up to other people. And you're not even friends in real life. You're not even going to talk to each other properly. However, you want to be part of the collective that praises someone. Like, why do you have to do that? I don't get it. Like, some people who I know, we're friends, okay? We're good friends. However, we don't comment on each other's Instagram posts or anything. Does that make us less friends? of friends or something like do we have less of a connection because you don't comment on my posts like for me i don't understand what is the significance of a comment of a stupid comment like that if you don't even mean it like someone's gonna say oh my gosh you're so cute do you mean it or are you just trying to gain my favor are you is this part of the game you can't tell me it's not a game because I know that everyone's doing this for the numbers. I know that you want a lot of comments on your posts. I know that you want to push it up in the algorithm so that it's seen by more people because guess what? More comments mean more posts because more engagement means more, you know, popularity, more clout. And I just hate that. I don't think people dive into it as deep as I do and that's why they're able to enjoy social media for what it is but I'm not like that I have a bad habit of diving in too deep and when I'm there I tend to drown and that's what happened to me I drowned this weekend it's it's because I've been going out a lot it's because I've been out of town a lot that solicits an Instagram post for me or at least that's what I think in my head na sayang naman why wouldn't I take a picture and why wouldn't I post it on Instagram if I'm going out of town literally it's the pics or it didn't happen thing and I hate that but I feel that in my bones I needed to do it every single week that I've been out I've been posting I've put it on my stories I'm trying to parade around look at me this is my life now i'm happy here there was a part of me that was so insecure and like a lot of fomo because i'm a i graduated already and it's intercession for my lower batches and they're back in school they're posting that and i'm not there anymore and i don't have i don't post that content anymore and I always had this thought that when you graduate, your life is so much better than it was in college. So that's what I've been, you know, projecting. That's what I've been putting out there. Like the content that I've been putting was, look at me, I'm happy now that I'm out of college. Thank God I'm not in college anymore because now I'm in Kaliraya. Now I'm in the lake. Now I'm in the mountains in Tagaytay. Like, why do I feel the need to perform for other people to make it look like my life is better than theirs now? Our life, my life isn't better. My life is just different, you know? And 
that's what I wanted to talk about today. That like, I I always thought that life would be better on the other side. Like life, uh, what's it called? The grass is greener on the other side. It's not. It's just a different patch of grass over here, and you just have to learn to get used to walking in this field. Um, I was so afraid of growing up. I said it in my graduating uh, series. It's so scary to grow up and not have an idea what's next or how to do what's next. I have this fear because there's no blueprint to follow and therefore you have to create your own path and it's your responsibility. Every single thing after college is your responsibility because it's not required anymore it's not expected anymore whatever you do next is going to be a surprise because no one is going to tell you what to do or at least i have the privilege to have that freedom freedom to do whatever i want um and because of that i am going to experience the hardest or like i'm gonna be the one to mostly feel the impact of the consequences of my actions and that's scary to me i'm scared of growing up because i don't want to to face the consequences of my actions i want it to be consequence consequenceless i don't like to have to face my mistakes but I have that now. In college, it was so fun because you didn't have that. You, I, I kept saying, you can make all the mistakes you want before you grow out of that phase of your life. I grew out of it, man. I'm here now. So it's like I have to be responsible. And I don't want to be because it's scary. Um, the biggest fear that I have now is that I like who I am. And because I like who I am, I'm afraid of losing her. I am working a lot on myself. And I worked hard on her. And I was just saying a while ago, I'm proud of how far I've come. And the next part of my life, you don't know if I'll go any further or if this is it. You know? And I just don't want to peak here i don't want to peak in college i didn't want to peak in high school i don't want a part of my life to be a peak i want it to be an upward slope i want to keep going up and down and through life you know i don't want it i didn't want college to be the best years of my life and i feel pressure to make these next few years of my life just as good um I'm afraid of losing myself because I like who I am. And I listed it down um, on my journal, like who I am right now. And just in case I lose myself in law school, I know I'm going to lose myself. I'm going to keep losing myself again and again and again because that's what life is. You lose yourself, you find yourself. You lose yourself, you find yourself. And you're not going to be the same person you found. You're not going to be the same person you lost. You're not going to find that version of yourself anymore when she's lost she's lost and that's how life is going to be and you're going to have to embrace who you are right now and then let her go because you're gonna keep changing life is ever changing and it's beautiful in that sense but for me right now i have that anxiety of growing up that it's so scary um the person that i wanted to be was 
a boss bitch. I wanted to be tough. I wanted to be cool. I wanted to be well achieved. And who I was was I was work obsessed and a people pleaser. I was a doormat. And that was in the start of college. And then I changed it. And who I am now, I would say is like, I'm mindful. I'm I think I'm smarter. I feel smarter now. I feel wiser. Like there's this thing in Atomic Habits by James Clear where he says that your habits define who you are. And so I listed down on my journal all my habits and what this makes of me. And I guess I'll read it to you guys because I guess it's a, it's an interesting journaling activity to do. Okay, the word-for-word um, quote in the book is, your habits are how you embody your identity. So I listed down my habits, whether they be good or bad, and then I listed down what this makes of me or what my identity is based on my habits. Or at least from a third-person perspective, what would you think this person is if these were her habits? So this is what I listed down. I don't have, It's not good or bad. I think it's up to your own discretion whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. But these are mine. So working out, therapy. Therapy is a habit for me now. I'm just going to say it's a habit. It, You know. Anyway, self-care, me time, or meditation. And then sleeping early, reading, reflecting, studying, learning, planning, writing, talking to my family, singing to release, or dancing. Yes, I dance. Not very well. I'm just saying that I dance for fun. Um, shopping excessively, comparing myself to others. So those are the list. The, those are the um, what do you call it? The habits that I have thus far listed because I can't really, I don't really notice my other habits. I know I have a lot, like you know, like the little things, like biting your nails and stuff like that. I don't bite my nails, but like, you know what I mean. There are other many habits there, but like these are the habits that I would say, um, comprise my personality. And from that, I tried to leave it for a while, like give it some refrigeration time, look at it again, and try to decipher what my identity is based on those habits. Mind you, this is my identity right now, like this week only. It's going to change maybe next week, next month. It's going to keep changing, but it's just nice for me to have a capsule, a time capsule of who I was at the time. I'm going to do this again and again, maybe like next year or something, to list down my habits lang, to see who I am again. Um, But yeah, my habits, my identity based on my habits is that I'm a peaceful person, I'm mindful, I'm educated, I'm thoughtful, I'm family-oriented, but I am also insecure, competitive, and frugal. I know that I'm not just the bad parts of me, and I know that I'm not just the good parts of me i'm both and with the bad parts there's always something to grow from and i know that i see that and i appreciate it i will embrace it just as much as i do embrace the beautiful parts of me i hold my head up high for the woman i am right now because i like who she is but just because I don't like who I am next week, next month, next year, doesn't mean that I'm not going to own up to it um, and eventually try to change it, allow myself to keep growing. My birthday wish for myself, honestly, is to give myself the 
freedom and allowance to grow in whatever direction I end up growing in. Um, I've always had an idea of my for myself like this is who I'm gonna be I always set goals for myself I am very goal-oriented however it's not always good to be goal-oriented because or not goal-oriented I've become goal-obsessed that anything outside of my goal is not an achievement anymore if I've made myself into this black and white caricature of myself and anything colored outside of those lines it's not beautiful anymore it's not art um and i guess it really showed in the way that i live out my life that i'm so rigid with myself i'm so strict with myself and i'm such a perfectionist that i'm not able to enjoy the outside world anymore I'm working on it in therapy, but I am an actual perfectionist. Like, I don't know if it's like a, it's not like a, a, a medical term or anything, but like my therapist said, I am a perfectionist. And that's the reason why I'm so fucking depressed. Um, it's because I have so high standard such high standards for myself and i don't allow myself to color outside of the lines but it doesn't mean it's not beautiful if i don't color outside the lines do you know um that episode do you know huh uh you guys listened to that episode of encanto waiting for a miracle where i greatly resonated with mirabelle when I was like, I'm waiting for a miracle, I'm waiting for a miracle. And I detested, I hated Isabella. And now that I'm here, now that I'm going through um, therapy, I realized that I hated Isabella because that was who I was. I am Isabella. Because I'm not just mediocre. I'm not just like a nobody who doesn't have any special talents. I'm not saying that Mirabel has no talents or she's not special, but I specifically resonated with the song Waiting for a Miracle because I listed down, well, at least in the song, she lists down everything that she cannot do. And she's like, I'm waiting for something that I can do. I'm waiting for something that I'm, I'm gifted at. Whereas, like, you have to see that you are gifted in something you have something already within you. You don't have to wait for it. I know that the deeper message of Encanto is that you are the miracle, whatever. But I didn't see that. I saw, I just resonated with the characters. I just resonated with the fact that I am mediocre. I am not special. However, those are the characteristics or those are the thoughts that come into the mind of a perfectionist that you are nothing special, that everything you do comes out of hard work only and all of those things we'll talk about it in another episode um i'm still exploring and learning this part about me but like i want to grow out of this i want to be able to make something imperfect and still love it that's what isabella embodies for me and i didn't like it because i was like what the hell you're already perfect and you don't enjoy being perfect that was me i was so 
mad at Isabella. Like, I had such resentment towards her because I was like, it's not fair. You're gifted. You're the favorite. And you don't like it. I was like that because everything that I wanted was in her. And she changed it. But, like, that's the thing. If you have an idea of yourself that you want to achieve and you don't get it, you're gonna hate who you are and or who you become. That was always me. And now I don't have an idea of who I want to become. And thank God I don't. I don't want to have a goal for what type of person I'm gonna be, what type of identity that I'm gonna have. I want it to flow freely because I want to be able to love myself. For me, that's how I'm going to end up loving myself is if I just allow myself to grow without any guidance, any constraints anymore. Just let me explore and love every step of the way of it. For my 22nd year, all I want is to enjoy the steps, the journey. I want to enjoy the fact that I'm growing up and the fact that I'm figuring it out. I... I have this cousin who always says that adults don't know anything. Adults are as, like just as lost as you are. And I agree. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I think I'm considered an adult already. A young adult, yeah. But I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And I'm learning to enjoy that. Because when you're 40 years old, I'm pretty sure you're kind of going to know a little bit more about yourself and you're gonna already have your you know profession there a little parts of your identity will click into place later on in life um and you're going to just have to discover the deeper meanings of yourself and that's what the midlife crisis is but in the quarter life crisis I know I'm gonna hit it eventually I know I'm going to record it on this podcast and I know we're going to cry with cry about it together but i want to enjoy having that crisis i want to enjoy it might sound like sadistic masochistic but like i want to enjoy the crisis itself because you only have that quarter life crisis in your quarter life and what does the quarter life crisis make you do it makes you second guess yourself it makes you explore yourself in ways that you didn't know and that's beautiful if you look at it that way i know i'm not quarter quarter life yet i know that 25 is the quarter life but like it's that's the start of life crisis okay but isn't it so exciting to start your life isn't it so exciting to finally have a blank slate and it's up to you to create yourself i want to self-create this year i want to enjoy that self-creation i want to enjoy looking for materials of myself that i want to comprise my identity and i'm excited i'm looking forward to that delega and that's the woman i'm becoming i want to embrace whoever she's going to be whoever pops up in front of me because you know what when i make friends and this isn't very good of me but i'm just gonna say it it's not a good good thing okay keep that in mind but i take in whoever comes to me i accept whoever friend wants to be my friend or whoever person wants to be my friend and i should do the same i should have the same mindset with myself 
I am only critical of myself and I'm only not welcoming to myself. As in, anyone, anyone who wants to talk to me, I will be your friend. I'm not gonna approach people. You already know this about me. I'm not, I'm, I'm not brave enough to do that. However, if you approach me and you want to be my friend, I will take you in. We will be friends. However, if I face myself, I don't accept her. I don't let her be my friend. I don't want her to be my friend. Why? Because she's not who I wanted. Like, what? What? You accept everyone else, whether they be broken, bruised, freaking damaged as hell. I accept everyone except myself. I don't allow myself to be broken, bruised, or damaged. I have to be in pristine condition. I have to be well-accomplished, boss bitch, all the things that I was saying a while ago. I have to be those things to embrace myself. Why? Why, why, why? So now, I just want to be welcome to myself. I want to embrace whoever the woman I'm becoming is going to be. And I'm excited to meet her. So that's it. I think that's all I'm going to say for this week. I'm going to be in Boracay when this comes out. And I'm really excited for it. I'm going to be tan as hell. But I must say, I'm just... I'm excited for it because... Okay, TMI for all the boys out there. I had my period last week. So I'm not bloated anymore, guys. Like, this is my hot girl summer. This is it. The hot girl era. She is in full bloom right now okay like i am this is it i painted my nails i fixed my eyebrows everything we're ready we're locked and loaded i'm so excited i exercised a little bit this week oh my gosh i've been so exhausted that like i don't think i'll be able to um, i don't know if i'm gonna squeeze in a workout today Uh, i don't know We'll see. We're just trying to get a beach bod. And then after this, I'm going to let go as hell as hell. Um, <laughs> I literally just held on to this month to look good. After this, it's like, it's okay. I don't care anymore. No one's going to take pictures of me. No one's going to post me on Instagram, right? Like, this is it. This is it. Um, my birthday, I'm pretty sure people are going to be taking pictures of me. So, like, I have to look good for that, guys. Like, I need people to see me and be like, oh, my God she's so she's so hot like that's literally the goal okay that's the goal of my hot girl era and i want to flaunt it whatever okay whatever this is my era (laughs) so that's all i wanted to say i will get back to you not next week because next week i have a very special guest coming on i'm really excited for you to hear that episode um but until then i love you all very very much i will see you guys very soon um yeah that's all love you bye and happy birthday to me yay